the children come Don't dare drive them away And then the kingdom comes Hear the holy foolish things they say The springtime of their life decides The adults they'll become So let the children come Please let the children come Welcome to Children's Bible Journey with stories and songs just for kids. We have a dramatized Bible story coming up. But let's get today's program started by singing some praises to our awesome God. also called God's Word. In God's Word, we find wisdom and help to guide us through life. Do you want to know what God is like? How He thinks? How He feels? What He wants from you and for you? Then remember to always listen carefully to His words. Think about them and hide them in your heart.
not wait until some deed of greatness you may do. Do not wait to shed your light afar. To the many duties ever near you now be true. Brighten the corner where you are. Brighten the corner where you are. Brighten the corner where you are. Someone far from harbor you may guide across the bar. Brighten the corner where Someone far from harbor, you may guide across the bar, right in the corner where you are. So let the sun shine in, face it with a grin. Smilers never lose, frowners never win. So let the sun shine in, face it with a grin. Open up your heart and let the sun shine. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. Every day I let my little light shine. Hide it under a bushel, no, I'm gonna let it shine. Hide it under a bushel, no, I'm gonna let it shine. Hide it under a bushel, no, I'm gonna let it shine. Every day I let my little light shine, shine, shine. Right in the corner where you are. Right in the corner where you are. Someone far from harbor, you may guide across the bar. Right in the corner where you are. Singing is such a great way to praise the Lord. We'll do some more singing in a few minutes. Now let's get back to our continuing Bible story from the Bible in Living Sound. A strange silence hung over the assembled multitudes in the plain of Dura. Attention was centered on the three Hebrews, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who had been roughly cast to the ground in front of the temporary throne of Nebuchadnezzar. Is it true, O Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, that ye did not worship the golden image which I set up? You have served me faithfully. Therefore, I shall give you another chance. The music will sound again. And if you bow down and worship the image, well and good. But if you worship not, ye shall be cast this same hour into the midst of the burning fiery furnace. Oh, Nebuchadnezzar, no need to sound the music again. Nothing would be changed. Our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace. But if it is God's will and he deliver us not, be it known unto thee, O king, that we will not serve thy gods, nor worship the golden image which thou hast set up. You refuse to obey my command? We cannot, O king, for the Lord our God has commanded us, saying, Thou shalt have no other gods before me, and we must obey. No one refuses to obey me. I am Nebuchadnezzar, god of Babylon. And what god can deliver you out of my hand? Captain... 
See that the furnace is heated seven times hotter than usual. General, get the mightiest men in the army to bind these three and cast them into the burning fiery furnace. is heated seven times its usual heat, Your Majesty. Three Hebrew prisoners are bound and ready to, Your Majesty. At your command, O King, my mightiest men shall cast the prisoners into the fire. I so order. Now, men, forward with the prisoners. Hut! A hush again swept over the crowd. Every eye watched the movement of the mighty men as they carried the three Hebrew prisoners and cast them through the huge, gaping door of the white-hot furnace. Suddenly, one of the soldiers fell and lay still. Then another staggered and fell. And all the soldiers fell General, as dead men. What's the matter with your men? It seems, Your Majesty, as if they were overcome by the heat from the fire. Look! Look! In the furnace, someone is walking about. Impossibly hot in that heat, yet I, I see one, two, three... Four men walking in the midst of a fire. Scribe, lackey, counselors, general, did we not cast three men into the furnace? Uh, yes, your majesty, the three Hebrew captains. But I see four men loose walking in the midst of the fire, and they, they have no hurt. The fourth one, his form is like unto the Son of God. Clear a pathway. I'm going closer to the furnace so I can see better. Make way, ye people of Babylon, for his majesty Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon. We must go through. Let me through. Ah, ah, this is close enough. Do you see four men in there, General? I do, your majesty. Four, yet we cast in only three. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, can you hear me? We hear you, your majesty. Come forth and come hither. Ye servants of the Most High God. They're coming out! King of Babylon! Look, come closer. Uh, are you hurt? No harm whatsoever came to us, Your Majesty. Your clothes, they don't even smell of fire. And your hair, not one, is even singed. Yet you walked in the midst of a fire so hot, it killed my mightiest men when they but went near the fire. Our God is the creator of all things. With him in the furnace, the flames lost their power to hurt and to consume. Forgotten is the great golden image set up with such pomp. In the presence of the living God, men feared and trembled. General, I would speak to the people. Hear ye, hear ye, hear ye, people of Babylon. Nebuchadnezzar, your king, speaks. Princes, governors, wise men, magicians, officers and soldiers and citizens of Babylon. I am your king, yet I bow humbly before the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Blessed be their God, for he hath sent an angel and delivered them, that they might not serve nor worship any god except their own. I, Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, do make a decree that every people, nation, and language which speaketh anything amiss against the god of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego shall be cut in pieces. 
thousands upon thousands of Israelite captives in Babylon were cheered in heart to realize anew that their God was a God of love, a God who would walk in the midst of the fire to save and comfort the faithful. The fame of the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego spread near and far, even to the ends of the earth. continue the Bible story tomorrow, and if you would like to have these stories to listen to at home, you can call the Bible in Living Sound at 1-800-634-0234. That's 1-800-634-0234. Now here's some more music before we have to say goodbye. Settle down. Let's settle down now. The first meeting of the New Kids Bible Club is now in session. I'm glad to see you guys here this evening, and I'm looking forward to exploring God's Word with you. Is there food? What did you say, Henry? Is there food? You know, stuff to eat. Someone told me there'd be food. Well, we'll have lots of the bread of life from the Bible. I'd rather have pizza. Actually, you bring up an important point. I do? Yeah. When you haven't eaten for a while, what happens to you? He gets grouchy. Kind of like now. <laughs> <laughs> That's only normal. The human body needs nourishment. When it doesn't get enough, it becomes worried and starts to make you feel, well, grouchy. Henry is always hungry. <laughs> <laughs> the very same thing happens to your mind when you haven't had enough of the bread of life from God's word. Your mind gets hungry. You start feeling more worried than you need to be, more fearful of things, more angry at how the world is treating you. Perhaps you know people like that. They're just mad all the time. What they need is the bread of life straight from the Bible. They need some beautiful promises to make them feel better or a word or two of encouragement from the lips of Jesus himself to let them know that they're not alone. That's what you find in the Bible. Words that fill you up with joy. That's why we're here. Okay, okay. Bread of life. Got it. Then can we have pizza? <laughs> <laughs> I think there's some food in the refrigerator left over from Sabbath potluck. Maybe next week I'll have someone bring some sandwiches. Is everybody here grouchy? <laughs> yes, yes, I'll bring sandwiches, lots of sandwiches. Jesus wants to be our friend. He has placed in our hearts a desire to share our deepest secrets and brightest hopes with him. This program was brought to you by the Children's Ministries Department of the General Conference of Seventh-day Adventists.
boys and girls. This is Ms. Kathy. I'm so happy you've joined me today for another story just for you. Chapter 3, The Bully Brothers. We sure have a lot of homework tonight, Maria said as she stuffed books and papers into her backpack. And we have to study for tomorrow's math test. How am I supposed to get all that done and still go to the library with you? Oh, come on, Maria, Sammy said as he zipped up his pack. Aren't you even a little curious to know if there's a secret room in Mr. Chambers' house? And even more curious as to why he would need one? Yeah, it is pretty strange, Maria said. But then Mr. Chambers is awfully strange. The high school girl who lives down the street from me said he's crazy. He never even comes out of his house, you know. I wonder what he does all day. Maybe he does something in his secret room, Sammy said. The two started down the hall toward the third grade room. You guys ready? Sammy asked Chris and Dee. In a minute, Dee Dee said, I forgot a book. A moment later, she returned from the room. Then the four friends began the six-block walk to the library. As they cut across the play yard in the direction of downtown, they waved to a few other friends. Soon they were on the main street to the library. I wonder what Willie and Jenny are doing today, Maria asked. I wish they could have come along with us. Yeah, me too, Sammy said, but there was no time to tell them. I have to get this report ready for tomorrow. Boy, I feel sorry for Willie and Jenny, Dee Dee said. Why, Maria asked. They have those mean brothers, Larry and Doug, at their school, Dee Dee answered. We only had to put up with them during our game. Imagine having to see them every day. Before anyone could reply, the twin bullies appeared across the street. Hey, there goes the goody-goody kids, Doug yelled. Sammy, Dee Dee, Chris, and Maria looked at each other. Yeah, they stick together because they're weird, Larry said. Why are they being mean and making fun of us, Dee Dee asked. I don't know, Chris said. Maybe they're jealous because we're all friends. If they were nicer, they might have friends too, Maria said. The brothers continued their taunts and jeers. Sammy, Dee Dee, Chris, and Maria tried to ignore the twins. They walked faster, though, hoping they'd be past the boys soon. But then the brothers turned and started walking in the same direction, although they stayed on the opposite side of the street. Why are they saying those things about us, Dee Dee asked. They don't even know us. It's just like in the slavery days, Sammy answered. People didn't like the slaves simply because they had black skin. Maybe Larry and Doug don't like us because they think we're different. Let's just keep going. The library's not too far ahead. They walked on in silence, but they kept glancing at the boys across the street. Larry and Doug were silent now, too, but they kept walking and staring at the shoebox kids. Suddenly, they began to cross the street. Oh, no, Sammy said. They're crossing over. They're just trying to scare us, Maria said. Well, it's working, Dee Dee said as she began walking so fast that she was almost running. Don't run, Chris said. That's exactly what they want us to do. Look at that one run, Larry hollered. Do you think the others will run too? Doug asked. Let's find out, they yelled together. As they began running toward the shoebox kids, Sammy, Chris, and Maria ran to catch up with Dee Dee. They raced up the street with the twins not far behind. Sammy knew the library was still three blocks away. Could they run that far? Just ahead was Mr. Chambers' house. No help to be found there, Sammy thought. He glanced over his shoulder. The brothers were still chasing them. Dear God, Sammy said breathlessly, please help us outrun those bullies or make them stop or, or something. As the shoebox kids approached Mr. Chambers' house, they saw a figure come out the front door. Look, Maria said, it's Mr. Chambers. What's he doing, Chris asked. It sounded like he said, hey kids, come here, Dee Dee said. 
Oh, great, Sammy said. Not only are those mean bullies after us, but creepy Mr. Chambers is, too. heard today is a chapter of the shoebox kids book nine the secret of the hidden room written by nancy speck edited and created by jerry d thomas and used with permission from the pacific press publishing association if you're interested in any other books published by the seventh day adventist church please visit adventistbookcenter.com or call 1-800-765-6955 This podcast is a production of the Carolina Conference of the Seventh-day Adventist Church. Let the children come. Don't dare drive them away. And then the kingdom comes. Hear the holy foolish things they say. The springtime of their life decides the adults they'll become. So let the children come. Children's Bible Journey was brought to you by 3ABN Australia Radio and is a production of Lifetalk Radio at lifetalk.net.